Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's the Diddy NFL on the Twitter box. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And I put out on the group account, um, let's get involved, people. Let's get the conversation going. Uh, go across to facebook.com for slash UK Packers. Don't mean to sound so promotional, but yeah, go across and um, get chatting away. Um, the Patreon draw is coming up as well that's the christmas draw so it's uh closed now for entry but we've ray nitschke and stuff like that uh just a darius smith and um, the reason it's been held back for this long is that i've been waiting waiting i was gonna get the old blower and talk to the pat mcafee show so i bought the four tees uh for the pat mcafee show so i'm gonna rouse two of them off maybe more um, and then just uh, give the other ones away as well in future rouses so it's the aaron Rodgers book club one which I think they look really cool. Um, and with the year that's in it and everything else, so that's going to be cool. Um, so yeah, Christmas is nearly upon us. Has everyone got their um, Christmas presents already? Get everyone sorted. Get on to Fanatics. Where are people getting their Packers gear? I love seeing that on Christmas Day, is everyone uh, whipping, out the, whipping it out, whipping out their Packers gear. And it's interesting to see where they get them from. Because I went on to get the uh, Cliff Crystal book the sort of anthology thing, the 100-year book that was delayed because it was such a massive undertaking. What is it, four books? Um, Stevie Sparks got it. Fair play to him. I was going to get it, and it's like 88 euro, and then the postage was 70 quid, and then the tax or whatever on it was like 40 quid, um, and then probably more when it hit here. So with Pat McAfee shirts, I got them at a custody uh, and customs prison by paying the tax there today um, so that would be good to fire out uh, but yeah do tweet at us uh, Facebook us and, and show us what you got uh, Dom whose missus is a Kansas City fan may God rest his soul um, he's good at sending in the pics and it's great to see the rivalry there it's good when all the families get in on it it's good when you have dads who are Packers fans well it's not good it's bad parenting but when they're Packers fans and then their kids are like one's a Dolphins fan and one's a whatever um, but kids are like that you know I mean, no one ever told me that being a dad is mostly about standing in the kitchen or by the front door and waiting for your kid to put his shoes on. That's mostly what it's about. So they will usually go against um, what you want them to do. But look, this is, as usual, a bit of a quick snaps. Oh, ho, ho, you're doing it. You're doing it in your car. Are you doing it at home? Are you in a room somewhere away from your partner doing it behind their back? That's what I want to know. Um, so Bears of Packers there's no doubt we're, we're from the bye week now Aaron Rodgers did not get surgery on that toe what what toe I hear you ask well it's the one that he put up to the camera he should have went on OnlyFans he got a lot of money for that stuff Um, so didn't get surgery but according to a source yes I've got source um, who's a doctor yes doctor uh, said that the only thing you can do with that type of surgery is just rest it there's nothing else that you can do and it's incredibly painful um, now we saw Rodgers you know it, you see the thing is it's a toe so people are kind of like, it's who cares, right? It's a toe. He's not that tough. Um, and it is very scoffable, if you will, very laughable. Also, when you when you think about a toe, but by God, if anyone's had a foot injury, ankle injury, shin injury, anything to do with your leg, especially him. Now, I know Aaron Rodgers can throw while going to the ground. He doesn't actually need to have both feet planted, but you best believe it's it's really sore. And, you know, it's causing him not to practice, which is scary because isn't that the thing we always hear? 
You know, like, oh, this is what happens when he doesn't play in preseason and he has a bad game. People say it's rust. Um, now, maybe it's just by virtue of, you know, he's there around football, he's going through all of the drills, um, you know, in his head and everything else, he's in the swing of things, and he's a first ballot Hall of Famer that he can pick up where stuff uh, sort of got left off. But it's just incredible. The fact that he beat the Rams with no practice and now he's gone in against the Bears, albeit in Lambeau Field, to do something similar. Um, it's it's really upper echelon Hall of Fame style stuff. Um, it's Paul McGrath style stuff. If anyone knows the soccer legend, the defender, where he had dodgy knees, so he couldn't actually practice, and he'd just have ten minutes warm up, and he'd bandage it up, get out on the field. That's kind of what we're talking about here. It doesn't help that Jordan Love is also on the COVID list. Um, so Kurt Benkert got elevated uh, to quarterback one, so he's taken all the practice reps. And fair play to him. Uh, Kurt is a good story. He's a good follow on social media. Um, he has a buzz around him like Tom Crabtree, that kind of thing, um, where he's just someone that the fan base have kind of invited in by his personality. And, you know, we wish him the best there. Hopefully he won't be taking the field, let's face it. Um, but he did. He showed up real well, I thought, in preseason when he got some time. Um, so, you know, he's a guy who's been around the NFL for a long time. Other sort of bad news is Randall Cobb picking up that serious core injury. There's some speculation there that that's season ending. He's been unbelievable on third down. Um, it took him a while to get going, I guess, but he now ranks third on the team for receptions this season. Um, but basically what we have here is is we have a game that the Packers are 11.5 point favourites with the bookies um, online at the moment. It's the I own you ball part two, uh, which is brilliant that Rogers doubled down on those comments during the week. He kind of discount double checked his uh, description of owning the Bears, more so the Bears fans. And saying that the record sort of stands for itself, which it does. He's 22-5 and five against the Bears, which is the third best in the league by a QB against any one team. I think he's behind Tom Brady with the Bills and Ben Roethlisberger with the Browns. So he's sort of stating facts. And that's what he says. And it was they were flipping him the bird and all this kind of stuff. But what I do like is, as that even the Bears players have been asked about it. You know, reporters are always like, oh, is that the fuel in the fire now? You're going to suck it to him. And they're kind of like, nah, we've got enough stuff to be worrying about, really. Now, the Bears camp is a mess. And it's good that they're saying they're not going to focus on this because it is a bit silly as a narrative, the fact that it's been so one-sided um, with Rodgers in Green Bay against the Bears is that they can't really use it as fuel because he's just going to steamroll them anyway. And the thing is, look, if the Bears have a problem with it, they do something about it. Beat the Packers then. Beat them. Prove Rodgers wrong. You know, but it's always been this way. I mean, ever since time immemorial, Bears coaches have come into Chicago and the first things that they say to enamor themselves to the fans is, is stating, look, the first thing we're going to do is beat the Packers. And why is that? It's obvious. I mean, you know, the Vikings sometimes always look like they're going to put up a good squad. Never works out for them, uh, even though they waxed the Packers in the, in the last game, even though that game ran close. Um, but it's quite clear that the NFC for as long as, NFC North for as long as, you know, most Bear fans, Packer fans can remember, you know, of course, let's go I'll go back to the 90s and 80s or whatever. But recently, in recent history between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, the NFC North runs through Green Bay. Mike McCarthy said it. We don't hang up banners around here for winning the NFC North. Um, and we've heard about it from suppliers to, you know, players and people who come into the locker room that are new. There's a different vibe around the team. It's just taken for granted that they go to the playoffs. And of course, to get there, you need to be top of the NFC North. So again, Rodgers not having that toe surgery, but the Packers just need to take care of business. They're 11.5 point favourites. 
this is one of those games on the schedule against a four and eight team. Um, you know, and the Packers only face one more opponent on the stretch that have a winning record, and that's the Ravens. So every other team is seen as a pretty poor team. So they looked at the DVOA last year and they looked at it this season. And we had teams like the Chiefs and the Rams and, you know, the Vikes were expected to do better things. Uh, the Bears were supposed to have a good show. And Justin Fields came out and said that the the game's quite slow for him. Um, again, when you put that into full context of what he says, you kind of get what he was getting at. But, you know, the DVOA standpoint and the difficulty of schedule was supposed to be much tougher for the Packers this year. Again, it was literally this date, the 9th of December, you might be listening to this on the 10th or whenever, but the 9th of December last year, we had Facebooked and tweeted the same thing, is that the Packers were 9-3, and three. all they needed was a win and a Vikings loss to clinch the division. And here we are, same thing again. So anybody who wants to dog Rodgers or Gutekunst or Murphy or LaFleur or whatever, some of those people, obviously it's ludicrous, LaFleur has done fantastic since he's got here. You know, here we are, perennial um, Super Bowl you know, birthers, um, and we're at it again. So the team that was put together came back and did a job. They did a job for a certain reason, yada, yada, but the Packers are just expected at this point to go out and handle business. 11.5 point favourites. And I always hate those because, you know, there's an awful lot more nuance. Now, we're a bolster by the fact that Jair Alexander's back in practice. Uh, Zadari Smith is due to come back. David Bakhtiari is due to come back. But all of these are sort of seen as not to come back for this game. You would imagine it's sort of late December or they'll hold it off till the playoffs. Who knows? Um, if we look back, I guess, on on the games as they've happened uh, for the Packers, Justin Fields played the last one. Aaron Rodgers basically doubled his quarterback rating the last time that they played um, against each other. Justin Fields in this one is not full health. I mean, this is a guy who... You know, Matt Nagy, who's also on the hot seat. This is the point of, of where, and I was listening to the Bears podcast as usual because they always do coming up to the quick snaps episodes. And all they can talk about is, oh, well, hopefully the young guys get a run out and we can see what we have there. And, you know, there's more of the roster that's actually not under contract next year than is. They've got one sort of, you know, sort of edge guy uh, sort of trying to work his way into the roster or at wide receiver under contract everybody else isn't and we don't know what's going to happen and they won't fire Nagy now they'll wait till the end of the season but he's a lame duck head coach that's kind of where they're at and then they're running jo- Justin Fields out there and Nagy's even saying like look he's healthy but it's just about pain management with his fractured ribs Justin Fields' quote on that was uh, well yeah there's pain it's just not unbearable and there's probably some sort of bears related unbearable joke there he has four passing touchdowns i think two running touchdowns and eight interceptions in 10 games and he's already coming into this game saying i'm in pain the key to this game is just trying not to take idiots or if i do take as little as possible now if you look at sort of the achilles heel for the packers against their sort of recent loss against the vikings that was with kirk cousins standing in there taking punishment you know rolling out and just throwing the ball up a wing and a prayer stuff the Packers pressured him over 40% of his dropbacks yet you know the D got that done but seemingly couldn't get it done when he just sort of you know lofted the ball up so he was like equal parts brave equal parts lucky um on the day so again we last played in week six Rodgers had doubled the quarterback right in the fields did Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon both had 10 plus carries with an average of over five yards each I think uh, AJ was 5.4 and Aaron Jones was 5.8 
and he hauled in some catches as well. Devontae had a four-catch, 89-yard day, which is a nice day at the office. Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas topped the Packers' defensive tackle list, so no surprises there. And they're being consistent with that now coming into this game. I guess there's a couple of things to look at. Uh, you know, the special teams wasn't depended on to do an awful lot in that last game. There was one field goal uh, from Mason Crosby, and he made that field goal. And the average for a Bohorquez uh, for Bojo was ridiculous. Uh, he's the fourth best in the league this year, and he's about to break his own record, which is, you know, phenomenal uh, from where he came from, albeit a small sample size. Um, stuff to look out for for me is we're going to have to contend with David Montgomery now. And this is a guy I have on my fantasy, so I've seen a lot of him, and he's a force to be reckoned with. He was injured the last time he faced the Bears in Soldier Field. And if you look at their running back on the night, um, you know, he nearly got up as far as 100 yards. So that's something that we're going to have to look out for. This game is not going to be easy. Division games never are. Uh, but unfortunately for the Packers, if they have aspirations of the Super Bowl, well, then they're just going to have to steamroll pretty much everybody else on this um, run-in to the playoffs. Of course, we're one game behind the Cardinals, but we were sort of, you know, basically half a game in the sense that we beat them. So we have that sort of over on them. Uh, we would benefit from the bye. If you look at Matt LaFleur's record in the playoffs, it's it's back-to-back NFC Championship games, and that's what we're looking to do again. So you'd expect them to do the same. There was this kind of like boogeyman thing around, oh, do we actually want the bye because then we get rested up and we come back complacent. I don't think that's really in play here. Um, but that said, we'll see how we play against the Bears coming off a bye week. Um, you know, albeit a late one. But as I said on Sunshine 106.8 Radio, you know, the Packers are in that weird situation where they're going to be healthier going into the playoffs than they would be. And sometimes that's all it comes down to. So that every other team is kind of banged up. Um, you know, we look at Khalil Mack, he's out for the Bears and he's undoubtedly a force when you see him in that game, the last game that we played against the Bears. You know, I put on the sort of the 40 minute sort of highlight rundown thing. Uh, game in 40 uh, today just to have a, a gander through it and of course you know he's all over the game tape there nice and early so again with him out it's only a good thing for the Packers albeit you kind of do obviously you know all that sort of moral stuff want to come up against the best um, but the Packers have no choice here but to win and if they're going to beat the spread well then they need to do it by about two touchdowns you'd expect that that's the case because all of the losses that we faced this year um, you know it's, it's not as if we've been blown out of the water the Chiefs you know, Aaron Rodgers had COVID. You put Jordan Love in there. Um, that that game was there for the taking against the Vikings. I mean, Kirk Cousins literally had the best game of his career. He broke all kinds of Vikings records. He was winging a prayer stuff. And he had Justin Jefferson, who's an absolute force. But it took so many freakish stuff. And we were still in that game till the very end. So the Packers, when we've tended to lose, haven't done it um, by a whole lot. We haven't been blown out by it. So we'd expect that trend to continue. Um, and I saw a really good question actually by Andy Herman on Twitter. He did a poll to say, you know, whose legacy stands to gain more or be solidified more by winning a Super Bowl? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Is it Gutekunst? Is it LaFleur? Is it Devontae Adams? And I guess that's probably something that I want to put to Pete and Daryl on the next podcast, um, hopefully after this Bears victory. And it's a really intriguing question, actually, as to does Aaron Rodgers need to win one more? What happens to him if he does? Does he ride off into the sunset and retire? Does he go off somewhere else to prove himself more? You know, it's that whole Tom Brady thing of did he really need to go to the books? And now that he has, looks, look at that success. Look what Belichick is doing. And it's it's kind of nice to see those two storylines diverge, but also come back to the same place of that sort of victory and glory. Um, so that's an interesting point so that's definitely something that we want to tackle but look I'll be speaking to you with the lads uh, before Christmas 
But I do just want to give a special shout out to everybody who's listened along. Our Spotify wrapped came out and it's very encouraging. Our figures are very encouraging year on year. Um, and I absolutely love hearing from people who listen to the podcast. So um, in the words of kind of Christopher Hitchens, uh, don't leave it too late to reach out to someone that you appreciate. If you like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, if you like what we do or don't like what we do, I always love taking on that feedback. Shoot me a DM um, on the group account. Drop us an email. Tell us how you're getting on. Um, because that's the best part about doing this whole thing now for the last eight years is getting to know you guys getting to know what you like uh, bringing you the content that you want and then hopefully bringing you on to the podcast and do some fan of the week stuff because that's always it was honestly one of my favorite segments to have and it was great talking with craig uh, holmes on that last episode of the podcast where he sort of went through what it's like to go on a uk packers trip because that's what the group is all about run by fans for fans and it's been an absolute blast. And we're nearly at the end of another year. But anyway, that's it for quick snaps. Out yet. Deal with it. From me, at NFL on Twitter. Um, so stick with us. We'll be back uh, after another late night game against the Bears. And it's going to be a good one. But until then, see you.